0: I'm Jennifer Gonzalez from the Cult of Pedagogy podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one.
1: EduMagicians, welcome to the EduMagic Podcast with your host, Dr. Sam Fesich. Dr. Sam is a professor of education, author of EduMagic, and a pumpkin spice latte fan. This podcast is designed for pre-service teachers. Remember, friends, teaching doesn't begin at graduation, but during that first class at 8 a.m. Let's get this party started.
0: Magicians, Sam here with another episode of the EduMagic Podcast. Welcome to episode 17, first day of student teaching. After this episode, be sure to check out sfessage.com forward slash 17. Here you will find the show notes, additional resources, and a bonus PDF. The bonus this week is 10 must-haves for your student teacher bag. You're not going to want to miss it. So make sure you check out wwwsfestcom forward slash 17 for this week's freebie and bonuses along with show notes. So check that out. All right, let's get started. Someone once told me that student teaching is like a 14 or 8 week interview for that school or classroom. So what does that tell me? That tells me that as a student teacher, you need to be the best teacher you can be in this placement whether it be seven weeks, eight weeks, or 14 weeks. Whether it's a good day or a bad day, you need to bring it for your students. Whether you have a sunshine and roses relationship with your mentor teacher, or if your relationship is lacking, you need to bring your A-game. First things first, when you meet your co-op, be sure to thank them for allowing you to be a part of their classroom. Once you thank them, you're going to want to get to know them a little bit. I went to an EdCamp last week, EdCamp Northwest PA, and there was a session called Advice for Student Teachers. And during that that session, a student teacher asked, how do I develop a professional relationship with my co-op? She was a little nervous that maybe her co-op and her wouldn't click or the co-op wasn't going to like her or, you know, something might be a little off. So you might be feeling that way as well. So you might be a little nervous, you know, that you're going to be paired with someone you might not click with. It's important first that you know that you're not going to like everyone and you're not going to get along with everybody. And guess what? The same is true the other way. Everyone's not going to like you. That's okay. What's not okay is not being a professional about it. So let's try to start off our relationship in a professional, positive way. A couple ways to do that is through a couple conversation starters. I have a couple of them here and I'm going to share them with you. So a great way to start a conversation with your co-op after you thank them You know, you can ask them, you know, where they got their degree, why they enjoy teaching. But one of my favorite questions is, tell me your teaching story. Everyone has a teaching story. Friends, you have a teaching story. And you can share that with your co-op. So every question that I'm going to list here, make sure that you have an answer to it as well. Because these are great ways to get dialogue and conversation flowing. Make sure you ask your co-op, why do they teach? Why are they still in the classroom? What gets them excited in the field of education? There's so much to be excited about. It's a great way to talk about your passions for education and to learn about theirs as well. And you— who knows, you might learn about a new passion area. It's also a great way to ask your co-op about their expectations. So one way to do that is, what are your expectations for me during my time with you in this classroom experience? This is a great way to understand where they are in the whole student teaching placement. You might be their first student teacher. If so, you're going to knock their socks off. You might be their fifth or 10th student teacher. So a great way to get this out into the open is just to ask, what are your expectations for me during my time with you?" Another good way to ask that is, what are your plans to help me get in front of students during this first day, first few days, or first week? And that gives you a good idea of where they are. So maybe they want you to take over a class if you're starting student teaching on Monday. Maybe they want you to observe Monday, Tuesday, a reading lesson, and then Wednesday you are able to deliver your own lesson. Who knows? That might be different for whatever class that you're teaching, but it's a good way to get that conversation started so it's not a surprise And so you have those expectations set. A great way to also get that conversation going is to share with them your expectations for your experience. So finding a way to say this during your conversation, here's what I hope to get out of my experience with you and then share what your expectations are. Or you can say something like, I have an eight-week experience in this classroom. Here's what my education program recommends that I do. And share that. Maybe your education program recommends that you take over a class period or a class subject each week. So by the end of the eight weeks, you're teaching eight periods or you're teaching several different subjects. So make sure you're sharing that with your co op so everyone's on the same page. All right. So first thing you want to do during that first day of student teaching is try to get to know your co op. And you might want to ask these questions, maybe not the first, you know, five minutes you walk in there, but during a prep or during lunch. And it's a great way to get that conversation and dialogue. Well, you never know where a conversation can lead. The next thing you're going to want to be prepared for during that first day of student teaching is observation. You're going to be doing a lot of observing. So you're going to be observing lesson delivery, transitions from one lesson or one class or one room to another. You're going to be observing their procedures. And if you want to look up some different procedures, make sure you check out sfestich.com forward slash 15. There's a whole PDF there where it talks about different procedures to observe. You're going to be observing technology use. You're going to be observing lunchroom duty, hallway duty, lots of different things. So I encourage you to have a sticky note and some way to document so you have these things to go back, these notes to go back to. I also encourage you to try to observe other classes at that grade level. So if you're student teaching in a third grade class and there's other third grade teachers, see if you can observe them too during that first week. Maybe you can also observe some specials like gym and art and music just so you can get a feel for, for that area as well. Who knows? It might turn into a passion area. And also see if you can observe special education class. So if you have students going to OT, PT, speech or being pulled out for the resource room, see if you can observe that too. You never know what an observation can lead to. But during your observation of your co-op, it's always good to show initiative or maybe ask the co-op, how can I get involved during our lesson today? What would you like me to do during today's lesson? So maybe you can get up and you can pass out the papers or you can greet the students at the door or you can walk around and monitor student learning. If you're observing a lesson, I encourage you to have a notebook or a sticky note and write down what are some positive things going on in that lesson that you might want to replicate. What are some ways the lesson sequence that you enjoy? What are some ways that the teacher is delivering the content? And then you're also going to want to have in there maybe something, note something of interest or a question or a takeaway or something to wrap that up. So maybe you have a question such as, why did you select that text for today's class? Maybe your question is about evaluating students. So I saw that you used informal evaluation. Is there a reason why you chose that over something else? So don't forget to ask questions. You're there to learn. Remember, this is student teaching. This is practice. It's okay to ask questions. And when it comes to the time whenever you're teaching a lesson, maybe it's your first lesson, it's really important to ask your co-op for feedback. So whenever you're thinking about asking for feedback from your co-op, don't just say, hey, I'd like some feedback about my lesson. Be specific. So think about what kind of feedback you want from your co-op teacher. Maybe you want them to monitor your classroom management or your transition from station to station, or maybe you want them to monitor student engagement or question asking techniques. So whenever you're asking for feedback, maybe have a little sticky note attached to your lesson. Say, you know what? I'm looking for feedback in these areas in addition to other areas that you see fit. Also, when you're meeting with your co-op to discuss your lesson, how it went, make sure you're prepared to share your thoughts on it as well share the areas that you think went well that you would that you enjoyed and why they why you think they went well in addition to sharing areas that could have used a little bit more development a little bit more preparation if you notice that you're getting low marks in your evaluation from your co-op, ask them about it. Don't let it fester. Just ask him or her why you're receiving those low marks and how you can improve. So don't just say, why am I getting these low marks? I think I rocked classroom environment today. Say, you know, what? I notice I'm getting twos on my classroom environment. Can you share with me some strategies that I can use to improve this next time or improve this tomorrow or next class that I teach? So those are some things to be thinking about whenever you do start to teach a lesson in your student teaching. You're going to be asking for specific feedback from your co-op in some areas that you want to develop it. And they're also going to observe your lesson and share with you what went well, what went, what didn't go so well, but also be specific in some of the areas that you want them to observe and give you feedback on. Lastly, friends, you are a guest in this school, so step it up when it comes to professionalism. I know you can do it. You're an edge magician. You got this. But let me explain a little bit about what I mean by this. First, dress the part. You are a teacher. Dress like a teacher, not a college student. Carry yourself in a professional manner. And what do I mean by that? Carry yourself with confidence. Put your head up. Put your shoulders back. Speak in a way that shows you know what you're talking about. Arrive early to your placement. Arrive 15 minutes early. Get a good parking spot. Grab a cup of coffee and go have a conversation with your co-op. Turn your lesson plans in on time to both your co op and your college supervisor be sure to reflect not only on content delivery but student engagement student learning classroom management behavior management transitions, all those things that go into teaching, not just delivering a lesson plan. So make sure you're reflecting on all those different parts of teaching. Be organized with your student teacher binder, with your handouts. Make sure you have enough handouts for your lesson. Be organized. And if you're looking for more information about your student teaching binder, you're going to want to check out episode 15. It's all about the student teaching binder. Listen and ask questions. Ask as many questions as you can. It's only going to help you learn and grow. And my last piece of advice here is try something new don't be afraid to take a risk try out a new strategy or a tech tool you're going to learn from this experience whether it flies or whether it flops you're going to learn something so try something new i encourage you to try something new and remember edgy magicians, you got this. You are prepared. You know your stuff. You are ready to student teach. If you check out the bonus slash 17 you can win something. So make sure you check that out. I look forward to connecting with all of you over on social media. Have a lovely day and you got this, friends. You're an edgy magician. You got this. Hey friends, finding a teaching job is tough and finding the right teaching job for you can be even harder. But don't worry, AAEE has you covered. Attend the Education Career Fair on Thursday, October twenty fourth, 2019, from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Norfolk Waterside Marriott in Norfolk, Virginia, to find your perfect match. Districts from the local area and across the country are ready with jobs to offer. Whether you're looking for your first teaching job or you just want to see what options are out there, you'll be sure to make great connections that you won't regret. And you may walk away with a copy of the trusty job search handbook for educators. Candidate registration is always free. So go online, aaee.org slash conference now.
1: There you have it, Edu Magicians. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with your friends. For more Edu Magic, check out sfesich.com and follow Dr. Sam on Twitter and Instagram at svesich Until next time, you have the Edu Magic within you.